All right, guns hey. and the 701.com. Uh, and I'm here holding down the fort while everybody else is hog hunting. Everybody's out here down in Florida. How are we doing? Good. Corey, how are you guys doing? Good, good. We're doing good. Right. And everybody has the nice beverages of the Florida beverages. Well, yeah. Well, we all got we got our guns in the There you go. There you go. Hey, real quick, uh, anybody out there, of course, if uh, Corey wants to do it for us, we've got our, uh, hold on a second, Second Amendment, who wants to read it for us? Going to read it, Corey? Oh, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, state. the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. All right, now I want you to write that down 20 times until you can say it without having to read it. There you go. Memorize it. Live it. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I'm on vacation, so I'm a little right now. That's it's all right. And I, got, and I got this for you guys, since you guys are down in Florida right now, if you listen to this for just one second. You think you can keep us out of Florida? We're moving in lock, stock, and barrel. We're going to be in a pool. We're going to be in a clubhouse. We're going to be all over that shuffleboard court. And I dare you to keep me out. <laughs> was that the Honeymooners? You no, know, it sounded like it. No, actually it was Seinfeld. But yeah, there's a dare you keep you guys out of Florida. There you yeah. go. I, I can tell you what, there's a lot of... There's a lot of Dakota boys down here tonight. There's a lot. There are. Yeah. Well, thank God you guys brought Axel down with you because apparently the, the buggies and all that were breaking down there for a little bit, right? Yeah, Axel and Dave hopped in there, a little help with Corey, and got him going. And, uh, yeah, you know, we just we got him going. But I hear you guys want to start a little fire. Should we get that started here before we yeah. get going? Hop, hop is ready. We'll get out of the picture. All right, let's start the fire, boys. There we go. <laughs> that is the flamethrower doing its job. And we got a few there ticks go. left. So there we go. All right. That's how quick it works. That's all right. <laughs> well, we got Axel down there. Of course, we got to say, uh, say uh, good for Lauer Auto. Of course, our great sponsors also, Double H Guns. And uh, uh, you guys, of course, having a good time. We're going to talk about that in just a little bit. But before we get on to that, we're going to talk a little bit about guns and, uh, well, credit cards. And apparently that's been a bit of contentious thing lately. Now, I got this came out that American Express Visa MasterCard move ahead with a code to track gun store purchases in California. They want to make this, of course, all the stuff happening in California. They're trying to make that as an example for every other state to, to jump on board. But major credit card companies moving to make merchant code available for firearm and ammunition dealers in order to comply with the new California law. Uh, uh, quotations, by the way, potentially track suspicious gun purchases and report them to law enforcement. Uh, gun activists or gun control activists hope the code approved by an international organization in 2022. I don't know what that is. Of course, uh, I'm going to guess the UN, but uh, they want to stop gun crime and increasing mass shootings. They want to do it by uh, going after the guys and gals that buy their stuff legally and actually have credit cards as opposed to criminals that don't use credit cards for buying oh, stuff like that. Imagine that, right? Imagine, imagine that. that stuff. So what do you guys think about that one? Well, it's not new. It has to do with some kind of coding. It actually has to do with uh, a lot of things worldwide. It has to do with other countries who want them to do this. 
So that's kind of why they've been working on it. And for a while there, they were resisting it. But a few of them seem now that they're going to go ahead and do it. I, I didn't, you know, it doesn't surprise me this is coming. That's why I've always been cash is king. You know, I'm not for cryptocurrency being our only currency because that's what will happen. They'll control what you can buy and what you cannot buy, and they'll turn it off. And that's it's just about control again. That's what communists do, and this is no different. And, and Vance actually has a little input on this as to what he's seeing, so I'm going to let him jump in here. Recently, I had a uh, banking issue, and I had to go to my bank and uh, get a new debit card. And while I'm in there with my banker getting things set up, she says – we, we know each other fairly well. She says, Vance, I, I know you're a sportsman. And I happen to notice you have some Capital One accounts. And I said, yeah. She said, I'm just going to give you this information. You do with it what you want. She said, but Capital One, recently she had a customer of hers come in. And he canceled his Capital One cards and <clears throat> opened all credit cards at our bank. Because Capital One was denying him ammo purchases at a large retailer. Oh. So Capital One <clears throat> is starting to take the steps to control what you can purchase. That's good. Yeah. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, legal things to buy, they're going to make it illegal. They're going to make yeah. it illegal, not even by law. They're going to do it by their own uh, corporate proxies. So and can you imagine if we went cashless society like a lot of people are pushing for then it's super easy for them to control what we do and do not buy absolutely absolutely what do you think there i know david's got to have some thoughts on that well my thought on it is is it's up to the pos systems to identify that kind of thing the best thing you do is shop with mom and pop stores that are using the older technology not keeping up then there's no uh, price points that the credit card system is going to follow that. Because like myself, store runs, you know, like a QuickBooks mom and pop shops do if they're small. So we don't have credit card identification stuff. All they know is it's a sporting good shop and they have no clue what's coming through. Absolutely. Right. It, absolutely. And, and David owns 1760 Sports and he has some, he's, he's a great store. We do a lot of business with him as well. And that's why, because for one, he's a, he's a local guy. I do not like big box stores for firearms, ammo, or anything else, because they're always going to be the ones that are going to bend the knee. And right. uh, of course, Double H Guns, another sponsor, them guys, same thing. Mom and Pop, we love it. And I can't tell you how much I like to be doing business with those small Mom and Pop stores. They're safer to do business with, and they can't control you in cash. It's just that simple. Quit using the big box commie type stores plain and simple well and and sometimes i'm thinking that especially with all the different things that the biden administration is trying to do against all the small <laughs> gun uh, gun store owners is they're trying to push them out and then the only place they'll be will be the big box stores and and it's oh, it's ridiculous um talking on that of course we've talked over the last couple of weeks clay about um uh, the Biden administration announcing that zero tolerance policy when it comes to firearm retailer inspections. And that used to be that if you had paperwork that was uh, misfiled or something was wrong, that you could you could make amends. You could go in there and fix things. You could do different things. But now they got a zero tolerance. So they'll they'll find you and or they'll they'll pull your FFL. They'll pull all your stuff out there. And of course, it's turned into a steel trap thing. Of course, the three people they put in charge of that, Abbott 
anti-gunners, which makes absolutely no sense to me. It's like, I mean, if you, unless you just want to say, hey, this is what we want to do. We want to shut this business down. That's why we're bringing these three guys in. So uh, that zero tolerance thing is, uh, yeah. And you notice that there's always a zero tolerance against the law abiding, but never against the criminals. You can always plead out and be out on your on your way uh, after committing serious crimes and, and, and having illegal guns and all that stuff. But, you know, legal people like us, we're if, you know, if we don't have a lawyer, our ass is sitting in jail. So that's just the way it works out. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know Dave will be able to test a little of that. When you look at FFL paperwork, that's your 4473. Now, if you're doing the electronic version, of course, it's going to be pretty hard to do anything um, wrong. And that's what they'd right. like you to do. But a lot of places cannot afford, nor do they want to do the electronic system. It's just not feasible for them. So, yeah, you guys like Dave who do a paper application, they're going to be subject to this. I, I don't know, Dave, have, have you talked to the ATF agents out of Fargo as far as what, how they're going to handle that? Uh, actually, I haven't reached out to them at all. I just assume that uh, okay. if you stick your head up, it's going to get knocked down again. And if it's the subject mm-hmm. of that. They, they already tried to steer us in the wrong direction, so we do fail the zero tolerance policy. So I'd assume it's just like I advised before when we talked about this form in the past. Read the instructions, learn them. Don't take for face value what the ATF website tells you. Right, yeah. Absolutely. Yep, absolutely. So, hey, let's get to a few of these uh, comments just because I, I find them interesting here. Dan Brown is a guy who lives over in Dickinson, great supporter of the show. Look at that. He's in the very western edge of bullhead city arizona good to have you tonight uh day uh dan we love having you on here and lynette hey this is for axe look at this hi hey, baby guys. nice to see you baby josh patterson here he says if i buy ammo i pay cash if i buy guns it's with cash there you go cash is king like i keep saying uh, Jamie says over there at 701 Nation, he says, probably got a little, get a little closer to Mike, Dave, which uh, we're using the mics, guys. We're using, this is all stuff that we're using, laptops and cameras, so we don't have our normal setup. So, yeah, it's a little bit harder, but bear with us. And Caden Foss from Lemon, South Dakota. Hey, thanks, Caden, for listening. He's actually a classmate of my son. So it's good to have those younger guys out here listening there and learning go. about great Second Amendment rights. So good to see you guys. Or just speak up, Dave. We know you can. Yeah, just speak yeah. louder. <laughs> just tilt your head back and talk real loud. <laughs> a few more of these, and you'll be telling me to shut up. Oh, it won't take a few more. Well, you know what? If you think about it, in the 70s and 80s, look what they did to um, mom and pop gas stations. There used to be service stations and everything all over the place, yeah. you know, yep. and they they taxed them completely out of it. They had you have to upgrade all your tanks and it's going to cost you a million dollars to do so. And most of them couldn't right. afford to do that type of thing. And that's why nowadays we don't have those mom and pop uh, garages that actually can fix things anymore. We only have a few of them. And 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 so it's one of those more things that are trying to do the exact same things to guns. They're trying to to make it where it's only going to go through one, you know, box store in your area. And if that box store doesn't want to take, you know, your your credit or whatever else, I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, you're just going to be out of luck unless you reload or gotten enough ammo buried. Well, that's well we, we do have the one service station that's local. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Lower <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> good plug there. Good plug. Good, good plug. Uh, but you know that's, what, that's what I keep saying. Please, please don't go buy your guns and ammo at at the Walmart, especially not Walmart. Oh no, no. Don't go to the big box stores to do it because they're eventually going to bend the knee. They don't have your interests at all in in mind. They're about profit. Nothing wrong with profit. I'm a capitalist myself, but. If you give all the control to them and you eliminate the small FFL dealer, that's when we're in trouble. It absolutely will be a problem. And then they will, and it'll be fiat regulation, but it'll be treated as law. And that's when the things things will really get bad for the Second Amendment. And regardless of court cases like Bruin and stuff like that, it won't matter because they're going to do it by fiat regulation and follow the rules so they can stay in business. Well, you know, we want to uh, we go off on a. Uh, I want to go off on a cut topic here in a minute. Talking about Minnesota's got some new proposed laws. They always do every year. It's just a crap show where they constantly want to shut down every single thing when it comes. And you know what? They're they're a hunting state just like we are. That's why I don't understand why they keep voting them in when when they're all about hunting in there too. But uh, apparently, people are asleep in Minnesota. So, or as I yep. call it, Sioux Falls west or east i can't remember what it is but uh yeah it's just it's just a joke uh, sometimes other people are kind of asleep with this thing but you, know, you want to take a quick pause for we're uh well, yeah go ahead and let's uh, do some bills and thank some sponsors if you got the video I'll just go ahead and roll it okay you got it Lauer Auto Repair, located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota. Give them a call at 701-258-6308. The team of mechanics at Lauer Auto can take care of any problem your vehicle is having. And when you do business with Lauer, you can be assured you're doing business with a pro Second Amendment America First Repair Shop. There are plenty of other auto repair shops in the Bismarck Mandan area. But why take a chance at patronizing a shop that might not have your beliefs at heart? Make no mistake. Make no mistake. Lauer Auto is your pro Second Amendment repair shop. When you talk to the guys at Lauer Auto, don't forget to tell them that you heard they are a sponsor of Guns and the 701 and that you appreciate their support of our pro Second Amendment, pro North Dakota live stream and podcast. That's Lauer Auto Repair, 701-258-6308. 701-258-6308. Located 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota. Discover the world of firearms at Bismarck's Double H Gun Shop. With a wide range of products from handguns to rifles, we cater to all your shooting needs. We are your local gun experts. Not only do we sell firearms, reloading supplies, targets, and whatever your heart desires, but we also have a ton of knowledge and answers. We shoot, we hunt, we compete, we reload. It's been the Howard's way since 1976, and we ain't fixing to change anything. Visit our website at hhgunshop.com to browse our inventory. Double H Gun Shop, Bismarck's best new and used firearms. Arm reloading supply, gunsmithing, and sporting goods store. Double H Guns. Double H Guns. 1021 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota. Call 701-223-4888. All right, we're back to Guns in the 701. Hey guys, how are you? How is that you can stop in at Laura Auto Repair, then when you got some time to kill, go down to H&H, buy some guns, and come back and pick up your vehicle. Perfect. And, you, you know, one of the things on that, the subject we were talking about, talking about uh, double H guns, it's like, you know, we've already uh, proven to me. I mean, if I want some of those uh, hard to find uh, ammo, uh, hard to find uh, guns as well. But, uh, you know, some of the like my eight millimeter Mauser, you know, it ain't easy to find. 
But, uh, you know, you're, you're not going to be able to get that from the big box stores. They're not going to be carrying that stuff because they don't care about that stuff. They're going to, you know, you're going to be able to get that from, from actual guys that actually hunt, shoot, and, and collect, uh, of course, the vintage rifles and more. So, I mean, that's why I think uh, guys like uh, Double H are, are best for that. What we got there? Well, H&H Guns, uh, Jamie says, was generous enough to donate a box of ammo for Axles and his uh, some range testing. Uh, when he gets back from galvanating around the <laughs> gallivanting uh, around the country, yeah. <laughs> hey, it's a little bit of print tonight here, guys. I don't have my big screen, so so I guess you're going to be on the range, huh, Axe? When you get back, yeah, sounds like it. No rest for the way. <laughs> Reminds me of Johnny Carson. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I sure am. You know, uh, I've been working. I've been working in radio for 30 years, and it was a fun thing coming up into uh, South Dakota and North Dakota is a. Uh, is you get up in an interview, especially with farmers and ranchers and whatnot, and you, you're like, yeah, well, you got these bulls you're selling and this and that, and you've got all the, the semen testing and this and that. And, uh, of course, you tell me more about it. And they go, yeah, that's what we got. Yeah, it sure is. Yeah, sure is. Hey, by the way, so we're going to talk about Minnesota real quick. Always proposing different laws. that, But this one is uh, House File 3570 currently under review by the Minnesota House Committee on Public Safety and Policies, uh, want to ban so-called, quotations, assault weapons by expanding the definition used to categorize these uh, firearms. The legislation aims to halt the sale and transfer of these weapons, initiate a buyback program, they love that, and allocate funds from the general fund for its implementation. By the way, on top of all this, they want to... Uh, put a ban on uh, 22 rimfire. So, so, and and I always love it because they've always got some stupid case out there where like man was caught with an arsenal and thousand <laughs> rounds in his car. And I'm like going, I'm looking above my head here on my rack. I got, I got, a, I think I got about 4,000 just in 22s alone. So, you know, apparently I'm crazy, but uh, <laughs> You know what? You're an amateur, but the rest of us. I, yeah, yeah, I know. I know. I know. Those are rookie numbers. You need to pump them up. I, rookie go. numbers. Get those pumped up there. I know. But yeah. But no, you know, it's just crazy talk. Yeah, go that's ahead, guys. Only half hours worth of work. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I figure you guys down there, hog hunting, are going to be putting a little lead in the ground somewhere. So I mean, you probably, you're doing your part to. To leave some metallic trace, I guess. Hey, Vance just said it. Actually, they're putting them in the hogs. There's hogs going down. Probably more hogs than I've ever seen on one of our hunts. So uh, thanks to Chris, their hawk, and the guy who runs this place and, and everybody who's been helping because uh, we've had some guys out here with dogs, running dogs, getting these getting these pigs. They're setting up bait. They're just they're having a lot of success. So, yeah, it's been a really fun time down here. But we're putting lead in hogs. Don't, don't doubt that. Oh, I don't doubt that at all. Of course, that's the whole point. Have some fun, do all this good stuff. I'm trying to find some of the pictures you guys got real quick, see if I can pull them up and, and all that. So uh, let me see if I can. Clay showed me how to do all this fun stuff with uh, share screen. Is that what it is? Yeah, there it is. Okay, hold on a second. Let me let me see if I can do this share screen. So we got that one. Can you guys see that one? Or you can't? Uh, here, you got to share it like that. There you go. Oh, there you go. Yeah. What that is the, That's you know, you're supposed to hold. It's like fishing. You're supposed to hold it up much closer to the camera, Vance, so it looks bigger. 
<laughs> just for the record, I didn't shoot that one. That's no. a, that's the same thing we call them. Hey guys, the guy that shot that one's from Maine, so you know enough said. <laughs> <laughs> but look at the did he scream out? It's coming right at me when he did that. That's. I think he, he jumped. Might have. And cried. Might have. I think he jumped and cried like a girl. I'm not sure. No, he actually made <laughs> <up. laughs> it. He can't he all be off the airboat. I say, in all seriousness, yeah, he shot that with a pistol off the airboat. Shot so. that with a pistol off the airboat. Well, how many times you get to say that? We don't get to say that around here very often. So, yeah. how often does anybody from Maine get to say they did that? <laughs> exactly. It's true. Exactly. It's true. <laughs> Jamie says, is that Hogzilla? Yes, it is. <laughs> Let me see if I can get anything else on it. Try to get some other stuff to work. But I was going to, I know I saw the ball of pictures out there. You know, actually working hard on keeping you guys float and moving. That's a good thing right there. Yeah, there's actually, you know, he, he took a vacation from being a mechanic and he's down here working as a mechanic. I know. <laughs> you got to go with your strengths. That's the main thing right there. And there, there you go. go. But uh, apparently, you guys had a tough time getting out of uh, North Dakota a little bit with uh, the Chevy. What was wrong with that? <laughs> well, you know, Chevy like a rock. They just, sit there. they just sit there. They're like yeah. a rock. Still safe yeah. driver error. Well, thank God you a, weren't uh, a thousand miles away. You were only a hundred and something miles away. Yeah, we made it about a hundred and what seventy-one miles and blew out an air shock. So. Yeah, you know that Chevy just couldn't take the load, but that shouldn't have surprised me. So we come back and got a reliable vehicle and brought the Dodge. Brought the Dodge. There you go. Brought the Ram. Um, hey, real quick. Uh, so you know we had all the news going on last week, talking about uh, the Chiefs and uh, the ball game with the uh, the idiots that uh, open fired there and like that. And so I found this clip. Uh, yeah, the other day. Uh, saw this off Fox News, of course. Kansas City mayor accused governor of racial dog whistles for calling the Super Bowl parade shooters thugs. Hmm. So hmm. is he afraid that he's going to upset his thug delegation? I mean, I don't understand the concept of you're, you're worried about the the thugs. What about the people that got shot? I, I don't want to get that. It's, it's, a, it's baffling to me, but it's like, you know, there are bigger things as a mayor to be looking at. One is that you, you've got a town that is falling the crap. Uh, two, I have no idea what's going on with that case because now they've got two, two guys arrested that were there, but now they're saying there's two older guys. So that weren't, you know, that were the shooters, but you know, they didn't say that before. And, and we talked about the video. Um, I don't have it ready to post up uh, about how many people were in the crowd we could pick out that were undercover in that situation too. So it's just, uh, it's amazing with all, you know, uh, all that, that, uh, you know, if you're expecting the police to come and save you, that, that's not going to happen. When we say <laughs> good guys with the guns, it, it's not going to be the police and the police, I'm sorry to say, but are not always uh, have your best interest at heart. And so it's just one more of those baffling things that I see happening. And of course, and I follow video and everything all day long. And that's what I do for work. And uh, it just gets you frustrated to, to, to see stuff in comments like, uh, you know, mayors and stuff like that, you know, of all the things you could be saying for encouragement to your people right now, that is not it. You got a whole city that you could be talking to and, and trying to comfort, but you know, going after the governor because he called criminals thugs doesn't make any sense. Go ahead, guys. Yeah, go no, ahead, That's Corey. what they are. That's what they yeah. are. Actually seen a uh, YouTube video or somebody posted on Facebook, or fastest book, like Clay says, but um, 
of one of the suspected shooters uh, running through the crowd, and it looked like he ran past some cops, and two civilians tackled them until cops actually came and handcuffed them. So, right. I mean, it's it's hard to say what really went on there. Well, well let's the not word, forget that you had a bunch of embedded FBI or somebody agents in there. If you watch that video, a ton of people are going into that stadium, right? Right. Just going in pile, and you got guys in plain clothes that are just walking by law enforcement. You tell me those weren't embedded agents within the crowd? I think well, they all had the same backpacks on too. I mean, that's the yes, thing. They, they were all they, they were all you know military trained or whatever, and you know they were there. And it, it, it's amazing in those situations when you've got that, and you're like going, none of you, none. Of, but you take the Joel Olstein thing, and I'm not a fan of the Joel Olstein, but you know what? in a safe zone or what do we call those now soft zones or whatever, where, yeah. you know, they say they're not allowed to have, uh, you know, police or whatnot. You had two officers there. That woman of course got shot in the head. They took her down before she could kill anybody else. And she ended up killing her own son. But, uh, you know, that's just, uh, one of those situations where you go to show that you, you, you do have police officers that can do the job. Um, but out on duty, it's not always that 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 way. It's it's that's the the, the dichotomy. Oh, that's my word of the day. It was on my refrigerator. Dichotomy <laughs> of the whole situation. So um, it it's just one of those situations where you're just baffled, baffled why there's such a disconnect in in people in uh, certain areas. I don't know. They they want us yeah. to keep our churches and and schools uh, as uh, as targets, but uh, you know. I guess they're upset when the ball game gets gets hit, but yeah. yeah. But Jamie chimes in here, seven hundred one nation. He says, speaking of Kansas City, Taylor Swift donated a pile of money to every town for gun confiscation. That's what we call them. Yeah, that's uh, pretty typical, and she has no brains anyway. Evidently, they they all ran somewhere else. But uh, yeah, it it's no surprise she's a flaming liberal. And Kelsey, Kelsey uh, went ahead and donated matching to her. So, I mean, he's got to keep oh. up with his girlfriend. So he's he's matched to her, as a matter of fact, with uh, donating to the same thing. So it's one yeah. of the, the same crap. Yeah, Brian chimes in. He says, have to make a new narrative. If the facts don't match the one that they've started with, let's have it f fall back to the race card. And it is. There you go. That's exactly what that is. If it doesn't fit the narrative, fall back on what works. Hey, must be racist, right? Where right. they can cause division, that's where they're going to push the agenda. Yeah, that's exactly right. Josh Pat, well, that that fired people up here. That libtard is just keeping her name in the media so she can endorse Biden again. That's about right, Josh. She's been irrelevant for a long time. I mean, okay, she's got a lot of money. She's made a lot of money singing crappy music, whatever. Uh, but she's irrelevant. She's all of a sudden trying to stay relevant. She attached her train to a, a football guy, I guess. So, yeah. Whatever. She's, she's made her career what? out of writing songs about choosing the wrong man. So it's <laughs> obviously why she's picking Biden. There, there you, you go. go. <laughs> well, once again, I mean, when we spend all our time idolizing, you know, these musicians and whatnot, and don't get me wrong, if you can sing, I'm I'm going good for you. I mean, there are a lot of great artists that I've seen over the years, and I play music all day long. But, you know, I'm not idolizing you, and I'm not going to sit there and, and listen to every word you're saying like it's the gospel. So, I mean, that's that's the problem. you got too many people hanging on that type of crap, following every little things they do, and like, ooh, the Swifties are going to go against you. And I'm like, well, no, great. When they come out of their basement, they can do that. They can come after me, I guess. Absolutely. 
Well, tell you what, we're coming up to the bottom of the hour. Let's go ahead and take a double ad. And when we come back, let's get the man himself, Mr. Chris Hawk, up there with you guys, Corey. Let's visit a little Can't bit with him, uh, talk about the place and uh, what we're doing there. So I think he's warm back there, though. He's, he's yeah, pretty warm by the fire. Yeah, he's liking let's the go fire. Ahead and, uh, take a break, Mike. Go ahead and uh, all right. Face Guns in the 701. Our auto repair located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota. Give him a call at 701-258-6308. The team of mechanics at Lauer Auto can take care of any problem your vehicle is having. And when you do business with Lauer, you can be assured you're doing business with a pro Second Amendment America First Repair Shop. There are plenty of other auto repair shops in the Bismarck Mandan area. But why take a chance at patronizing a shop that might not have your beliefs at heart? Make no mistake. Make no mistake. Lauer Auto is your pro Second Amendment repair shop. When you talk to the guys at Lauer Auto, don't forget to tell them that you heard they are a sponsor of Guns and the 701 and that you appreciate their support of our pro Second Amendment, pro North Dakota live stream and podcast. That's Lauer Auto Repair. 701-258-6308. 701-258-6308. Located 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota. Discover the world of firearms at Bismarck's Double H Gun Shop. With a wide range of products from handguns to rifles, we cater to all your shooting needs. We are your local gun experts. Not only do we sell firearms, reloading supplies, targets, and whatever your heart desires, but we also have a ton of knowledge and answers. We shoot, we hunt, we compete, we reload. It's been the Howard's way since 1976, and we ain't fixing to change anything. Visit our website at hhgunshop.com to browse our inventory. Double H Gun Shop, Bismarck's best new and used firearms. Firearm reloading supply, gunsmithing, and sporting goods store. Double H Guns. Double H Guns. 1021 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota. Call 701-223-4888. All right, we're back. We're gunsinthe701.com with Clay and Vance and the gang. Everybody's there. Of course, we've got all our good friends uh, down in uh, hog hunting in Florida. Parts unknown, I think. No, you know, actually. Well, you know, just a... Uh... Just a little bit south and just a little bit away from Orlando, right? <laughs> that's, like, that's good enough. That's good enough. That's good enough. But so, uh, you, you've got some good guests here for us today, Clay. So we'll go ahead and introduce and uh, we'll yeah. get them talking. So that guy there in the middle, his name is Mr. Chris Hawk. He's the guy that runs this little place down here. And uh, we just wanted to kind of chat with him and introduce him. So I want to say hello, everybody, Chris. Hello, everybody. How are y'all doing tonight? <laughs> I awesome. think everybody's doing good. So, uh, Chris, why don't you explain a little bit about how, what we have here? We're hog hunting, but kind of explain to everybody in a in a quick way about why we do this or, or what we're doing. Well, we just got a small ranch down here, and when we come down here to kill the hogs, uh, we do it for pretty much a depredation deal. Um, they tear the properties up. I've got large amounts of um, watermelon growers around us. I've got hay fields. So, you know, we keep them thinned out so they don't root our fields up kind of like the prairie dogs do out west. Right. Uh, right. But we're just able to kill ours out a little more easier. <laughs> I do think, though, I guess I think everybody agree that them hogs are probably more devastating to the ground than even prairie dogs because they do root it up so bad, don't they? Yes, they do. They do. And they will destroy a crop. Yeah, and that's money. That's money out of your pocket. That it is. I think for people back home or anywhere else, there's no hogs. 
I think a lot of people realize what they see, and I, I got first, personally first chance to see what it looks like. It, it looks like somebody drug a disc through a field. It, it absolutely destroys the ground. It whatever's there is gone. It's done. And I don't know how many pigs it takes to do that, but it take much. I've seen what was completely clean ground looked like fantastic uh, prairie field for cattle to absolutely destroy like somebody went through the disc with a tractor. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And I, and I, I've been hearing that, uh, of course, it's not just it, it's prevalent in the South, but we've got them spreading out. I mean, that's the thing is, is if you follow the maps over the last 20 years, as much as you guys can throw lead at them, they just seem to keep growing and growing. So really, you've been maintaining, keeping them down to a certain level because it's so easy for them to kind of just uh, blow up in population. Oh, absolutely. And like they were saying the other day, uh, you know, we've got a bunch of young men down here that like to catch them with dogs. Uh, and they do it as a business, you know, so they can sell the wild hogs uh, for people, for food, for hunting preserves that that don't have these things that that allows the people to still get out and and experience the hog hunting somewhere where they don't have them right so you know it's kind of transporting them here and there and but yeah they will get out and, and tear things up yeah we oh, were just seeing some of those new spots just driving around here this past week when we were putting out a little corn and checking things out i mean places where there was nothing the night before you go over there and it's a big area that's probably, I don't know, 100, 100 feet by 80 sometimes it seems like, and it's just tore up. And like like David said, it's like you run a disc up and down it. So it's not, it's kind of like the prairie dog. Many. What's that, Chris? I said it don't take very many of them. Four or five hogs could root up a quarter acre a night. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. So, yeah, we're well, glad that uh, they do to survive. And, you know, that's just the way it is. So. Here. I do say that we've done pretty good. This this is probably the most hogs I've seen harvested since we've been doing this as our group. Um, and it looks like everybody's having a lot of fun and we're getting a few hogs thinned out and putting meat in the coolers. I, I don't know. I, it seems like we're seeing more hogs and getting more. I, is that what you're seeing or you kind of think? Yeah, I think we've done really well this year. Um, got a few more dedicated hunters this year than in the past. You know, I mean, you go hunting camp, it's here to have fun and guys and I shot my fellowship. first hog. <laughs> yeah, I okay. shot my first hog. Yeah, Corey's got his first hog and every three time trips. he's come down. Yeah. So and three trips, yeah. Oh so, yeah, we have a lot of fun down here and a bunch of great guys here. Uh, yeah, well, it's back. been a lot of fun. And and Chris is just he's so good. He's he's a gracious host and uh I can't say enough about him. I mean we kind of get the run of the place. But, he tells us the rules and he doesn't BS us and we like that. And of course, Chris and I have become friends and he likes to come up to Dakotas, but he thinks it's a little cold up there. Yeah, yeah a little cold. <laughs> a little cold. But you know, you boys get cold down here too. So yes, we I ain't gonna lie, we were out there in sweatshirts this morning. <laughs> I can say well, that we had to go off and, we had had to go we, off and buy one of his fancy shirts for uh his Florida shirts. Uh, yeah, my big Florida shirt. Keep him cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, you got me hooked on that when we were down in the summer with when I came down with the family in 19. And I, I wear that thing all the time up there now. So look at that. You converted me, Chris. Oh, they're terrific shirts. Terrific Absolutely. shirts. Absolutely. You know, as the old saying is, 
home do as Romans do, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. And and if we're very, very, very lucky, maybe we can get back to Sonny's barbecue and help Corey out. You'll have to ask him about that, everybody, when he gets home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Did, did Corey get kicked out of a barbecue place? What happened? Oh, no, he's no. trying to get into one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's trying to get into a place. Anyway. <laughs> he just throws open the door. Is this all you can eat? It's getting deep out here. <laughs> That's you know, all right. That's all right. Nice, I don't know. I think the cool thing too about this is you know we we come down there from the Dakotas. We had some boys from down here from Maine. We got the Vermont boys. A uh, buddy of ours from, uh, from Wyoming who actually lives down here in Florida. He was able to get down here. He's part of Rack's adventure team. I mean, it's just a bunch of people. We got what Tennessee, Georgia. It's a lot of guys from a lot of different areas all getting together, mm -hmm. just having a good time. Yeah, well, that's the thing about it. Maine, yeah. Yep. Yeah, he's he's the one that got the little hog, but we'll let we'll he let got, him earn that. He got a big one tonight. Did he get a big one tonight? Yeah, there we go. They 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 yeah. were pretty good styles they got. Yes. And you See, know the guys what? Was amazing? They only had to go about two hundred yards from the camp to kill them. Yeah, the guy sure. from Maine, he could uh, he could have the big hog stuffed and have the little hog stuffed on back on his back. <laughs> there you go. Well, we happen to have a taxidermist down here too with us. There you go. That works out too. Yeah. Eric Newman, you know, I'm looking at our numbers tonight uh, as far as people watching. Well, the problem is a lot of them are down here, so the numbers are a little lower. <laughs> you brought all your friends with you. There he is. There's the man. We finally we've rattled his cage and got him to stuff. I was gonna say when it gets dark, it's always good to be by the fire. So I can understand that. Well, as you can see, everybody, these guys are wearing sweatshirts and beanies and things, and it is chilly out. It, it just because it's Florida don't mean it don't get chilly. And we learned that the first time we were down here. So don't give them crap because that's the truth. <laughs> Well, just like when we took that boat out for a spin, y'all. You know? yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we took Whalen out there to the Gulf, and, well, we, we asked him if that was on his bucket list, but I won't repeat what he said, but it definitely wasn't on his list. <laughs> no. It never was. He was a trooper, now, I tell you. Yes, he was. He sat right up front like Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, is there anything else you want to tell anybody about hog hunting, Chris, or uh, or give them a, a parting mm -hmm. shot? I guess my big thing, do you actually do hunts? If people want to contact you, how would they contact you, and what would it cost for them to do a hunt? Do you do stuff like that? Well, that's subject there, because, you know, this is our little piece of heaven, and I try not to advertise it, and I try and, to keep it private. Um, perfect. You know, there there are outfitters around that, you know, if somebody does want to get into the hog hunting to do that, you know, feel free to contact me and I can get you set up. But here, Clay, you know, it's just family and friends. That's um, perfect. And that, the reason I brought that up is because I've been asked that many times and I, I just want everybody to hear it, that this is how it is. And, uh, you know, you're a pretty yeah. straightforward guy and we like that. And But yeah. there are people down here if you want to get, get to that kind of place. Yeah, you can probably get a hold of, of you and 
or get a hold of me and I can put you in touch and like I said well I, I do have friends that are outfitters that do that for a business yeah uh, and, you know, I'm fortunate I, in life that I've got this for pleasure not business there you go perfect perfect I, I gotta say though we were fortunate enough to have some guys down there with dogs and I highly recommend to anybody if you get the chance get behind someone with dogs that, that can you know do that it it's not an easy lifestyle as we found out we lost a dog you know, they had one of their dogs uh, not make it, and the other one got injured pretty good. So it, it's not for the faint of heart sometimes, but nope. I'm, I'm glad there's someone out there doing it because it was a lot of fun uh, chasing those hogs with dogs. It, 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 it just was a blast. And Eric did get his stabbed again, so hats off to him. <laughs> well, you would have got yours too if you wouldn't have wimped out and went on across that water. Right. That's right. You know what? It was waist yeah. deep. And when he yelled that back, I said, yep, I'm out. I'm not going waist yeah. deep. <laughs> yeah, me and Clayton decided to be supervisors at that point. We turned around and went yeah, back. We did. Yes, we did. <laughs> Clayton's not as buoyant as he used to be. <laughs> you know what? That water's cold. <laughs> and you know, just comes with age comes wisdom. See? You know, running, running hogs with dogs is a young man's game anymore. Yes, it is. Unless you're an old man that's really fit. And we did and get out there. <laughs> I did get up there to over knee height and some of that stuff. And yeah, you're right. That's a young man's game. And I guess I'm just past that point. <laughs> yes, sir. You know, I got to say something, though, about the, the two gentlemen that gave us the opportunity to hunt with those dogs. They were stand up people, hospitable to the end. And, uh, Straight up professional. I don't know if they do it for a living or not, but we couldn't tell. They were stand-up guys, both of them. They knew what they were doing. They were on point. They were on the hog way before we thought we'd ever see one. Yep. And uh, absolutely, we found out later that night the dog that got injured was was saved. We were able to save it, and um, Mama's baby and the baby it good at home, and and unfortunately the other one was lost and it's just the nature of the game and it's, it's sad to see it but that's just how it goes well yeah. dave i'd like to say that it's probably a lot of that reason that dog survived was because of your first aid kit that we kind of give you grief about <laughs> yeah i caught nothing but hell about having a first aid kit and that was a wound you definitely couldn't stop with a little bit of dirt yeah he he had blood clot he had all the things we needed and we didn't use it on us, fortunately, but uh, he did use it on the dog, which got that dog, I think, give him enough time, give her enough time to get to a vet and get stitched up. and, and yeah, get, yes, she, They did give that dog a, tra a blood transfusion. So it was nice to see that we were able to help them out because I could tell that that was kind of one of their pets. You know, that's mm -hmm. they become your pets, too. So, yeah. Well, not only that, they become your protectors as well. Because, oh, you yeah. know, when, you, when you've got these wild boars on the run and you got them fighting with dogs, I tell you, I've got pictures that are, you know, very gruesome of people that's getting cut by them hogs. So the dogs, you know, you want to have a good trustworthy dog to keep them off of you. Right. Oh, absolutely. In fact, if Eric's back there, Eric, come on up if you're back there. He can tell you about one of the boars that he stabbed. And I think well, the one that they were chasing, the big one, probably been fighting with this one in the same area. Uh Eric, why don't you tell them what did we find when you were when you were skinning and cleaning that that board? We had fight marks all the way down to the bone on the hind quarters and front quarters from fighting with the other boar, and he had scars all over his face, his eyes 
the one I was half ripped off, and yeah. he was a fighter. Yeah, yeah, he even had an abscess in there, which that had nothing to do with the dogs. That was everything to do with a previous fight. So these guys, these hogs are dangerous too. It's not, it's not just go in there. there there's some danger involved, and uh, I'm glad we could eliminate one. And I, I know Tyler told us. He's coming back for revenge sometime. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the return. Yeah. He will return. Well, with that, guys, I think we're going to move on to the next seven. Thanks, guys, for joining us, kind of talking about hog hunting. And uh, um, I tell you what, I can't thank you enough, Chris. And hopefully we'll see you this year uh, up there. All right. All right. With that. Let's go on to take a time out, Mike, and we'll come back and we'll uh, wrap up this show with some great uh, segments, okay? Okay, sounds good. Auto Repair, located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota. Give them a call at 701-258-6308. The team of mechanics at Lauer Auto can take care of any problem your vehicle is having. And when you do business with Lauer, you can be assured you're doing business with a pro Second Amendment America First Repair Shop. There are plenty of other auto repair shops in the Bismarck Mandan area. But why take a chance at patronizing a shop that might not have your beliefs at heart? Make no mistake make no mistake lower auto is your pro second amendment repair shop when you talk to the guys at lower auto don't forget to tell them that you heard they are sponsor of guns and the 701 and that you appreciate their support of our pro second amendment pro north dakota live stream and podcast that's lower auto repair 701-258-6308 701-258-6308 located 309 south washington street in bismarck north dakota all right, all we're right. For guns in the 701. Hey, hi guys, how you doing? We're back. We're having fun. I thought that was a great segment, and hopefully everybody learned a little bit about hog hunting down here or anywhere. Say, so I got one last story I really want to work on, and then we want to talk about uh, Jamie and the uh, 701 Nation and what he's got planned for tomorrow. As a matter of fact, yeah. so uh, we've been talking about it for a while. We've been talking about Mexico suing our gun companies. And uh, now there's been a, a little movement on that. Uh, of course, we're talking about a uh, three-judge panel in Boston led by Obama appointee Judge William Kayada overruled a lower court's opinion when it said that Mexico can continue with a $10 billion lawsuit against the U.S.-based firearm manufacturer Ruger, Smith, Smith & Wesson, <laughs> I should say, Glock, Beretta, and uh, uh, Barrett. Uh, the lawsuit, of course, is a win-win for the uh, current U.S. and Mexican governments who are clearly colluding against the gun industry. And if you haven't been hearing about this, uh, basically, instead of taking care of the cartels themselves, taking care of all that, uh, they decided that they're going to try to, well, sue us, our gun companies, for $10 billion. And uh, now we've got a, uh, um, hopefully that if it goes up to a higher court, uh, we've got somebody with little brains that uh, keeps that from happening. So I'm hoping that stops. But we'll wait and see. What do you think about that, Clay? Oh, wow. There's so much there. So we're going to let a foreign nation start suing our American companies over a problem they didn't commit, they didn't create, and, and try to basically, I don't know, what do you want to shake them down for what, $10 billion? Is that what you said? Yeah, $10 billion. I mean, really, we're going to let, let a foreign nation who's flooding this country with illegal aliens and fleecing 12, our 12000 a day. 12000 a day. this country. And then let them sue our gun manufacturers and try to bankrupt them. Yeah, 
I have a feeling that no matter what happens, this will go up the chain. I think it'll, you know, if they keep doing it, it's going to end up in the Supreme Court, and we know how that'll go. I'm pretty sure the Supreme Court will throw it out uh, based on a lot of things. I mean, there's not just Bruin case, but so many other cases that have have been done. This we also have the Protection and Commerce law uh, on the books already from gun manufacturers. So, but the thing is, the, a foreign nation that has yep. no rights in this country shouldn't even be allowed shouldn't even be allowed to use our court system to try and fleece a gun company, a private company that has nothing to do. Why don't they go after their own cartels? Why don't well, they go the after Mexican, everything else? The Mexican cartels have been having a heyday exploiting Biden's administration's S9 policies. Of course, trafficking record amounts of sex slaves and Chinese made fentanyl into the homeland. We're talking about, of course, uh, the former is destroying the precious lives and killing Americans at a tune of 70,000 a year. So, yeah. you know, we're looking at that and like going, you know, there was actually a little bit of weirdness today. There was, I, I forgot what senator or congressman was bringing it up. I got to, I got to put it in my head here. I got too much <laughs> stuff in there. But was was pitching. He was pitching the uh, the demilitarized zone between, just like they have in North Korea and South Korea, uh, on our southern border, where there's a zone where it's a no go, except for the roads that are for uh, traveling of, of goods and all that. It's a no go. So you don't cross across those lands. Uh, nobody does. So I mean, hey, if it gets to that point. It gets to that point, and and I'm sorry if a lot of the, the liberals don't like it, but you know what? There's a certain point where you're like, when, if you don't want them hitting our borders and sucking up all, all our infrastructure and then uh, traveling uh, on our dime to uh, other cities and whatnot and, and, and causing the overburden of all our systems instead of just Texas, then there's got to be something done. And... Uh, you know, it's been done in other places. It was it was done in Israel. It's done in a few other countries. I mean, there's a there's a a heck of a a, a wall in between. Take um, Dominican Republic and Haiti. If you ever flown over those, uh, that's one island, but two countries. One side of it is brown, where it's all been burnt and slashed, and the other side is green and lovely. That's because there is a giant wall separating pretty much the country uh, from from one end to the other. So, I mean, it's if you take pride in your country and you don't want people coming in, you keep them out and your side prospers. Well, let's not forget that with this open border that's going on right now, the amount of illegal guns coming across our border is insane. And a lot of them are AK-47s or other variants that are from other countries, China, Czechoslovakia, name your country. These guns are coming in here illegal along with the illegal people. Now, I say shut the border down. It would not be the first time we've done that in our history. We have shut it down completely. It's time to do that. Let's stop this. But it's not going to happen because this is what this administration wants. They want to destroy this country from within. Imagine bringing in people with guns that are military-age fighting men. They're not men and women for the most, coming from every nation in this world. It ain't just Mexicans. It ain't just even Latin Americans. They're coming from China. They're coming from the Middle East. They're coming from all over the world to America. And the thing is, when they cross that border, they seem to know where they're going. 
there's a guy that I keep promoting on here, and he has a show called Law and Border. He talks to them as they come over, and they say, yeah, we're going to Minnesota. We're heading to Minneapolis. We're heading to Chicago. We're heading to New Name your big city. They even had a guy on there heading to Sioux Falls. Oh, that's great. That's who we need over here, a Chinese war middle age, or a fighting age man heading there, and he's an illegal. Large liberal cities. Large liberal cities. Vance nailed it. This is mm -hmm. happening all over the United <laughs> States. So we have an issue going on, and until that border's closed, it may be too late. I don't know. There's so many in here now. I don't know if we could even reverse this. No, I think you can. Stop it. Just, just close that border completely and do the no fly zone. I mean, no zone whatsoever in between. And it's like, you know what? If, if, if you're upset about that, then, you know, and you don't like it on your side, apply for citizenship. Uh, I love what Texas did. They took the matter in their own hands and enough. And everybody stopping. got all pissed off about it. Everybody got yeah. pissed off about it. But, but you know what? You think about all these towns. We've talked about this. The Martha's Vineyards and the Chicago's and all the other things that complained. Well, our, we can't handle this. This is too much for us to handle. Uh, it's it's draining our resources. Well, all that was happening in one place. It was happening on the borders of Texas and Arizona and whatnot. And, and they've been dealing with that for decades. Yeah. And, of course, they've been putting the bill for that as well. So Absolutely. now... Once, once, once the governor of Texas actually made a good point is like he's letting everybody else share in what the payment is for letting your borders be so porous. Absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, I, I agree. We got to do something. So, you got anything you want to add? No. Well, I, I think we do. I, I completely agree with what everybody's saying. We need to shut down the borders. Um, and I think there's a lot more to the big picture than any of us are ever going to actually know. We can make accusations and form our opinions all we want, but the government's hiding stuff and pushing agenda behind our backs and just trying to calculate ways to take over. And bringing in illegals that can vote on their side <laughs> is is the biggest thing they're doing. Yep, absolutely. There's a lot of there's a lot of levers being pulled here. Uh, I have no doubt that uh, this is about bringing in illegal people, illegal guns, illegal drugs, and destroying from within, because they know that's the way, that's the path to destroying the country. With the illegals voting and dead people, <laughs> yeah, you know, they can wrap it up. Guys, if anything happens to me, I will not be voting Democrat, so please make sure I don't. <laughs> I don't, David. Or... I haven't found any suicide notes around here either. So, <laughs> you guys got anything to ask Corey or David? You want to add to that? I'm good. <laughs> the part that makes me curious about the population shift like that is: will the census start counting illegals and then get lost in the mix of if they're citizens or not to help change the electoral college? Yeah. I think that's one of the goals of it. You've already got states like California, a lot of these, and that's what they want to do. They want to count illegals. Well, guess what that would do if you count them as citizens? That can, could completely change the landscape as far as what Congress looks, especially like the Senate and the House that are so close. Can you imagine if they won two or three yeah. and were given two or three more seats in the House? That'd be devastating. And it would have a bigger border crisis than we do now if they start letting them vote. Yeah. Big time. And uh, I, I brought this up today because I found this out for us. So this is uh, the, the 
one of the more recent of uh, the uh, census uh, things uh, talking about the counties in, in persistent poverty. Well, there's a reason why that is on the border of Texas, why it is like that continually. There's a reason why these areas that are are inundated with uh, people that, you know, it, it, it comes hand in hand. I mean, you got some of these areas that are like this. I mean, it's a little different for us up in, in uh, North Dakota and South Dakota. I mean, I think we can see the different areas that we have more poverty of, but uh, apparently that reservation. there was a dot on my house. I don't know why that was, but, but <laughs> is that why you're not here with us? <laughs> That's maybe part of the reason. Yeah. Cause nobody likes a free, <laughs> nobody likes a freeloader on the hog hunt trip. That's what the deal is. You could stop by and pick you up. Yeah, we could. Yep. You could swing by. It's in the boat. Could have. You drove right by. Yep. <laughs> you could have met us on your shoulder. You could have had your thumb out with a bag and a rifle. You'd be right here with us. Uh, well, you know, actually, I'd be all right till I hit the state border on that. Because, I mean, you could do that in South Dakota, but in, in North Dakota. But once you get out of here, they don't like that too much. They don't like <laughs> Hey, um. Real quick, I, I got a couple things I want to hit because I don't want to forget about this. Of course, I want to talk about uh, Jamie. Uh, it's got 701 Nation coming up tomorrow. Uh, he's got a good show. He's talking about his, his guests are uh, Muley Master Wayne Muth and Team UOA or UOA member John Arman. And I believe uh, you know him, don't you, uh, uh, Clay? Of course. Yeah, I do. Uh, we had him in a special episode, Jamie and I did last year talking about bow hunting specifically in North Dakota. And I think it'll be a good show. Uh, I think Armin and I, we probably had some differences on what we thought about that. But in the end, I think he actually saw what we were talking about. We still all ended uh, ended up leaving in fr as friends. Right. Well, this is the way it's supposed and, to be. Uh, yeah. You know, it was a good, it was good, lively discussion. And it dealt mostly with bow hunting. And I imagine that may come up tomorrow. Who knows? But I think John's going to be a good guest. Um, uh, I, I really encourage everybody to listen in. Jamie won't let him get away with anything. No. I don't know if they're going to be completely discussing. And Wayne Muth is a great, uh, great guy as well. So, yeah, tune in. I think it's going to be a, a really good show. Well, they say they're going to be talking about the three things each of them have learned about hunting over the years, and that's going to be at uh, 7 p.m. Mountain Time and 6 o'clock uh, Central Time, as a matter of well, fact. So. The, 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 mo the most important thing I've learned over hunting is don't use too bright of a light mm -hmm. because the deer do this, and then you get holes. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> use the right bait. Use the right bait on your snipe, I guess. Yeah, there you go. So. I guess. <laughs> An egregious oh. amount of always helps with accuracy. Yeah. Own coffee all day <laughs> or energy drinks yeah energy <laughs> drinks i gotta tell you i'll talk to you clay about my son he's into that phase of energy drinks now so he wonders why he's so jittery all the time and he's skinny of course he'll be like me in no time i'm sure but you know and they help are... if you can see they help <laughs> can you imagine how Ladies, big you'd be with Airman? Contact us at guns and the 701.com. We'll get you hooked up with that fine specimen of a single man, Mr. <laughs> fine specimen, as a matter of fact. We've been um, trying all week to help him meet his significant yeah. other, and it's just not working out. Thanks a lot, guys. Can we put Corey's information up there? Do, do we need to put his phone number? And I'm, I'm looking for the button for Corey's information. I don't see. I don't want to dox him. 
<laughs> website meetcoreymerriman.com <laughs> give me a minute and i'll check and see if that site's available he's half mile down he he's left the building he's gone he's gone he's left the building i mean wow. it's got three walls but he's gone <laughs> tell him it's dark it's not safe out there he's a humble man <laughs> But anyway, yeah, well, you guys are having a great time. It's good to see that. And, you know, I'm sorry I couldn't make it this year. And uh, I'm literally for I, I did a little bit of hog hunting back in South Carolina back in the 90s. Uh, but, uh, you know, since the 90s, it has blown up uh, something uh, severely across the South. Of course, it's just spread like wildfire. Um, what? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Give him a call, guys. He's a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> Corey Merriman. He is a good guy. Oh, yeah. His measurements are available by request. <laughs> Which ones? Whichever ones you want, I'm sure. Yeah. And they come to crowd. And to make him feel better, they come in European things, so they're in centimeters. So it's so much better. <laughs> Don't spit on don't spit on your uh, on your camera there. Claire. Come on, I almost got a spit take out of you, didn't I? Corey, hi. Give us a spin. Give, give the ladies good luck. Nope. Oh, oh, I don't want to show too much. Give us a little walk, Corey. Well, I don't want to show too much, you know. You don't want to give away everything for free, Corey. That's what it is. Yeah, you got to save a little bit, you know, for suspense. leave them guessing. That's what I say. Anyway. Again, Corey Merriman, 605-490-8068. He's there to date. All right. Anyway. Call your man. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You're a firefighter, right? Volunteer, yes. Yeah, there you go. Chicks dig firefighters. He's good with the hose. There you go. <laughs> Certified, right? Yeah. There you go. Certified with the hose. There you go. Perfect. You know, he's dated some certifiable women, but hey, what the heck? <laughs> Can we put their numbers up too? No. 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 <laughs> he burned their numbers. <laughs> well, anyway. I got one thing left for you guys to look at, and you'll enjoy this if you can read it in the small screens that you guys got. San Francisco Transit refuses to release crime surveillance videos because it will make people or it will make people racist. What? Wow. Uh, releasing really? videos would create a racial bias in the writers against minorities on the trains. And I'm going, didn't you just do that by writing that? I'm not quite sure if that's what I'm thinking. But yeah, one more reason why it's not on my bucket list to ever go to San Francisco. So there you go for that one right there. But we don't have a, we don't have a happy ending for tonight. But uh, then again, you know, who knows you know what, what? Who knows what's going to happen? Happy ending is the happy ending tonight is that we've been able to exercise freedom, our Second Amendment, have some fun, help with with eradicating hogs, and just send some freedom seeds downrange. So that's the happy ending of the night. I, I really do. Yep. I can't say enough. It's been a lot of fun down here. Yep. And of course, ring uh, phone starts ringing off the hook. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
And the best thing about it, Corey, is there are no long-distance charges applied to. So even though you're in Florida right now, no long-distance charges applied. There you go. With with friends like you, who needs enemies? And you do forever. (laughs) (laughs) I think that might be a new (laughs) T-shirt. There, there. Hey, we got to put something. We got to put something in there. There we go. I won't be. (laughs) I didn't do that one. Now, hey, uh, coming up on Friday, of course, is uh, Mitchell in the morning. I will not be joining you guys, but I'm sure that you and Todd will do a great job again. I'll be on the road. We're leaving Friday morning and heading north. Right. We're going to leave this beautiful weather yeah. and be heading back home. But uh, so I know that you guys can handle it. So make sure you tune in. 715 Mountains, 815 Central, KFYR 550. You can find it on iHeart or any place else that you can find KFYR radio or just tune into your AM dial. Again, 715 Mountain, 815 Central. That's right. Or Mitchell in the morning with guns in the 701. We'll have it taken care of for you guys. Well, you guys all have a good one. Of course, uh, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> how you doing there, Corey? Anyway, so... <laughs> His phone's it, already ringing. It's working. It's ringing it, off the hook over there. He's already hit mute twice. <laughs> he's like, yes. <laughs> vibrate. There you go. Good job. Anyway. There you go. It's already working. <laughs> it's already working, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're doing some TB, oh. TB creeping tonight there for uh, Corey. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, I got well, nothing we do else. Have so a, you we guys have anything else? Nope, I've got everything good Where's right Waylon? now. Well, Waylon somewhere. Okay. I think he's in the spirit well, world, but uh, we'll take care of him. <laughs> well, Waylon's right, right back here. Anyway, there you the go. Legendary there you go. All right, everybody. Well, that's it for this time. Of course, I do appreciate everybody tuning in for Guns in the 701 and, of course, on all the different platforms. We've been really great. Uh, Clay, uh, once again, if anybody uh, wants to get in contact with us, uh, they can do so by going to guns at guns of the 701.com. That is our email address guns at guns in the 701.com or check out the website guns in the 701.com. We got everything you need to know about there, including you can make a donation for one of them flamethrowers and you know what that's about. So, right, we got to be careful how we say that. That's right. And that's a little box we've got up in the corner right there. You can go right there and do that, as a matter of fact, and uh, we'll take care of you. Absolutely. So you that's go. all for gunsinthe701.com. Oh, nice Ooh, nice hat. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Oh, very nice. <laughs> I'm hoping to get one of those when you guys come back this way. Thank God you're not, driving, the, you're not driving the Chevy, so you can make it this way. That's right. We can make it. We'll be good to go. That's right. All right. Well, we're all good to go. And we thank our sponsors, of course, uh, Double H Guns. And of course, our good friends. Where is he, by the way? Where is he sitting? In? Is he over by the fire? Right there. Oh, there you are. Okay. I'm sorry. The little tiny screen over here. So there we go. Yeah. So you know, thank you guys for uh, helping us out and making sure this all possible. Of course, uh, we'll be back again next week. And uh, hopefully everybody has a really good time down there on the trip. And we get some good photos because we can get a yes. new opening for the uh, show and everything on that, too. So so let's have some good stuff and uh, some new flamethrower stuff. And we'll, we'll be good to go. Everybody right. else, of course, thanks a lot for tuning in. And well, you guys have a good one. All right. Hey, keep, keep your powder, powder dry. dry. And, and always go. remember, yeah. the Second Amendment protects all the others, guys. There you go. See you next week. God bless.